Hi, I'm Ian. And I'm Alex. And this is... Hugs and Misses. Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Hugs and Misses, where we talk about the dates that ended in hugs and the ones that did not. Alex, how are you tonight, my friend? Breezy. Very good, yes. Beautiful uh, cover girl. Yeah, good, good. I have uh, just a disclaimer for everybody. I do have a fan on in this room, so you're going to hear like a little bit of background noise, but that's because my home does not have air conditioning. It's an older home, and we need some uh, we need some airflow in here because it gets a little warm when we get super into the discussions, too. So <laughs> Send us your money. Yeah. <laughs> we want a gift. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so hope that hopefully the fan doesn't disturb your, your experience. Hope it's okay. We're just trying to make it a little bit more bearable for us in this very warm room and very warm house in the middle of the summer, in the middle of the desert. So Yeah. 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 All right. Uh, hugs for this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, any for you? Me and my wife went to uh, the lake, went to oh, the beach. Oh, good, good. Mm-hmm. How how did how did that go? Oh, it was great. We had a little lunch and we went kayaking, and then we got shakes and fries and onion rings, and it was just a grand old day out there at the beach. Well, good. Was it uh, too? Was it crowded? No, actually, we went there at like five p.m. Oh, good news. So then. we were in the water for like maybe two hours, three hours. Some people think you got to spend all day at the beach, but some, that's a little too much for me, I think. <laughs> I need to go when the sun is in decline so that my skin doesn't burn and fall off of my bones. I understand. I I, I understand. Uh, my wife and I went on a date. I took her to her very first drive-in movie. Aww. Rather, drive-in movies. Uh, because of the COVID, uh, drive-in movies are becoming a lot more popular because it's very easy to social distance because you just stay in your car or around your car. <laughs> Right. It was a it was a double feature. We uh saw Jaws and Ghostbusters, both of which are relatively older movies, so she ate that up. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Kind of two different realms of film as well. Do a degree. Yeah. I mean, one's like definitely a comedy and one's like ironically a comedy. Jaws is way scarier than I remember. I hate Jaws, and do you know why? Why? Uh do you remember the name of the first kid who got eaten by a shark? Was it Alex? It was Alex. Yeah. I... So watching that is like 11, 12-year-old was he like... Gets, gets eaten right after the dog. Was, yeah, which is also a bummer. So I was still processing the dog and then Alex got eaten. I was like, well... That's not like that's not like the dog either where you just... It's like the dog is there and then the dog isn't there. You know, that's how you know that the dog is eaten. So sad. The kid straight up, like you see him get devoured and then the like the mom or the grandma it's It's, not i think it's the mom it's the mom she's just standing on the beach like alex alex where are you that's what i would be for you i would i would (laughs) i'd be your candle on the water i would be looking for you and i would not give up hope until they found you inside that shark (laughs) over troubled water Precisely. Uh, and thank you, everyone, for sending us uh, your stories this last week. Seriously, we got an influx of stories that we will be slowly but surely getting getting to them all, um, both hugs and misses. So yes. I, was, I was really pleased to see that. Weren't, uh, did yeah, you get, I'm super yeah. pumped about it because it means people are listening. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And they want to share. Yes, thank you so very much again. We really, really appreciate it. But um, so we're 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 gonna kind of do them in order, you know. First come, first serve. And the first one I got uh, was from an old friend of mine. Um, but I I, I kind of read it. Um, 
And I kind of want Alex to read this one just to make sure that he's oh. just as surprised as I was <laughs> when I when I read it. So okay, I um, will. I say I say uh, good hugs. We'll, we're going to start like reading everybody else's hugs probably next week, mm-hmm. um, and we'll get into that part. Sorry, it's been almost thirty episodes before we've shared anybody else's hugs, but <laughs> ours. But you know, it's 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 easier, I guess, to share some of the bad stuff because it sticks out more rather than the good stuff. And so finally, people are starting to realize that hey, we don't just have to share terrible dating stories; we can share really good ones too. And I'm and I'm really happy, really happy to see that. So thank you. Plus, when you leave your wife once a week to do a podcast, you kind of have to throw them a bone and talk about how much you love them on yes. the podcast. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And they uh, consistently ask why why we don't have them on more often. Um, and I think there's a few answers to that, but I'd rather not dive into that tonight. Um, just because I'm afraid every single word I say will dig me deeper into a hole of trouble. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So, with uh, no further ado, Alex, I say we get into the miss for this week. All right. So, this comes from a lad. Yes, this comes from a gentleman. All right. So, basically, I met this chick on one of those apps, and from the beginning, I could tell something was off. She would be super into me, and then she would just be super rude and go back and forth. Oh, yes, the classic classic, uh, flirt with uh, insults technique. To a degree. I mean, this isn't the first time things have not started off well on the right foot with a with a dating app. Well, to make them like you, you have to make them uh, feel bad and, so that they lower their standards. And realize that they are garbage. And then they'll like you more. So, so that they understand that they belong with garbage because <laughs> I am garbage. You're trash. And I like trash. Lucky for you, I'm having a special on trash this week. <laughs> You're garbage. But you're hot garbage. The queen of filth. <laughs> Rubbish. <laughs> Muck. Slime. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> Bow down, do if you want. Uh, so. so how, how many dates did you go on? on like, I feel like the last three or four have been be, like off of dating apps. How many dates did I go on? Yeah, did you? From dating apps? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. You know, I probably went on two. Mm-hmm. How did those go in comparison to your other dates? Um, the first one went fairly well. We went on a couple of dates and we like almost formed a actual relationship. Like out an of actual. It. Oh, cool. Okay. And I was like, I it, it didn't end up working out. And then the second one, kind of the same thing. Like we saw each other multiple times, and then it just kind of ended up not working out. But most of the time, I would match with girls. And message them, and then they never responded. Well, I mean, that's kind of, yeah. Maybe they just want to know that people like them, right? Maybe it's kind of like the, the gratification of right. Mm-hmm. The, like you were saying, it's the oh, uh, yeah. all about the likes, about the <laughs> about the hearts on the Insta and and, and whatnot. Knife. But for some reason, I can't figure out why the same concept applies to Facebook Market. Uh, for some reason, Facebook Market is a godless, lawless wasteland. <laughs> You got, you got like the tiers, right? First, there is eBay, which is just the classic, like everyone sells everything for something. So, I mean, we're talking about Tinder, which is almost like selling yourself, right? Uh, <laughs> to, to a degree, to a degree. You're not selling yourself as in like slavery. You're selling yourself as in like you're trying to show that you're dateable, that you're also not like prostitution. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> like you can do whatever you want. Just don't like 
make people pay you for it, right? Right, exactly. <laughs> Unless they film you, in which case it is not prostitution, it is pornography. Which, which is, is art. Which is art and legal. <laughs> which, who knew about that loophole, right? Um, so, okay. Every porn and, industry. <laughs> so we've got like Tinder, right? We've got some of these other, uh, Bumble, I guess, some of these other apps hinge right and there's like bagel grinder and there's like these different there's these different uh levels and then we go to selling things instead of just selling your personality right and like i was saying we've got ebay which is like top tier classic of course then we've got here around us especially in this belt we've got ksl which for some reason even though they've got a terrible website has just taken off and everyone goes on KSL and like looks up at the looks at all looks at all the classifieds on KSL and then at the bottom tier we've got Facebook Marketplace <laughs> and I will tell you what <laughs> it is exactly like you're saying with your Tinder it is I will get messages saying is this available and I'll be like yeah and I'll never get anything back <laughs> and if I do it's always like good is this want for to brown get money good question mark uh, uh, yes <laughs> um, the color is leather maybe they just want me to know that my my stuff is wanted i don't know <laughs> you can sell this like i would buy it oh do you want to buy it oh no oh, oh i don't want to buy it i'm just <laughs> i would i think people I, I think people want to and i would but i don't i think there's a market for it which is kind of how i feel about myself sometimes if i were to do these dating apps um but like i said before i i met my wife before even knew these things existed, right? If I were to try to do something like this, be like, oh, Ian, you're definitely, you're, guys like you are in the market, you know? Like, you're, you're marketable. People, there's there's a space for you. Oh, so, do, do you want it? Well, no, but, you know, so other people, well, other <laughs> people will want that. <laughs> you are the, uh, you are like the uh, signed Paul McCartney bass guitar of dating everyone has you in their basket but no one's going to buy you or like or like the ringo star signed and everyone's like i Ugh. guess ringo's a beetle but like <laughs> i don't know <laughs> do you want to go see a beetle live in concert like, yeah i do which one it's ringo star Hmm. Oh. <laughs> I mean, maybe. Maybe that's, maybe that's what they did with like people on Tinder, right? Is they put them in the basket and they just are like, when I've got enough money, I, they're mine. I collect these. <laughs> Look, these guys thought I was pretty. <laughs> A lot of them want to talk to you and take you out on dates. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Look at those poor little boys. <laughs> insensitive. Insensitive. Anyway, I just find it interesting. We, we talk, I mean, this in this new generation of dating and the dating apps, especially with what's going on right now, right? There's not like a lot of opportunities to meet other people except through apps and, and the whatnot. So mm-hmm. um, as we will know that this didn't work out well, otherwise it wouldn't be a miss, but continue in the story, my friend. So we ended up going on our first date. Everything was going well, and we finished up dinner and decided to head up the mountains to oh, look good. at some stars. Oh, go- oh yes. Oh, yes, the stargazing. That's classic, dude. Dude, I... Every time I try to go stargazing, I, like, get to... I don't know if I'm nervous when I'm on dates or if I'm just cold, but I always end up, like, being way more cold than the girl ever is. <laughs> I'm just like, and there's the the big dipper. <laughs> And she, they're like, are you no, okay? No, I'm like, no. no. <laughs> I had a, we had a, a mentor of mine who was a hobbyist, uh, very much a stargazer hobbyist and mm-hmm. had a very nice telescope, right? And he walked all like the fraternity through like how to impress a girl with your, with your knowledge of the heavens, right? Oh, and he hey. did all this stuff and talking about closing your eyes to gain your night vision up and like, 
looking past the stars you can see, and eventually you'll start to see the stars behind those stars, and then you'll notice that the sky isn't dark. It's actually just full. It's of, like I'm there now. Like the Milky Way. It's full of light, and it is unbelievable. And I was like, wow, I can't wait to try this out on a girl. And, and, then, like, I t- and then I took Cassidy, and she's like, hey, it's really cold. Can we go home? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, sure, good idea. Hot chocolate is good. <laughs> The guy's like teaching you, and you're like leaning in for the kiss, and he's like, "Hey, and what are you doing? This is for girls." I'm like, oh, sorry, sorry. I, just, I was just so excited. Yes, I was, I was really feeling the moment there, learning about space. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, when we got up there, I took the stuff out of my pockets, which included the knife I always carry. So I put my stuff in the glove box, and when she sees the knife, she freaks out and takes it from me and flips the blade out. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> so I'm what? starting to see I'm starting to see some weird flags. That is terrifying. First of all, you shouldn't just like take things that belong to other people. Yes, and here and you shouldn't just pull like pull having pulling a blade that you don't know about is bad. But when someone takes your blade from you and pulls it yeah. on yourself, that's also concerning. And that's something that people need to understand, right? For I mean, for like three or four years of my life, I carried a knife around everywhere. It was just a hobby, right? Habit. Like wood carving or whatever you were yeah, doing. Yeah, I yeah I carve wood. And even before that, right on the mesh, I would just always have a knife because, like, for some reason, something always needed to be cut, whether it be like a zip tie or a shoelace or something. Like right. a, I, I, I always found a use for it. It's one of them good old boy things to do. It's yeah, it is. I mean, my grandpa to this day, I swear, anytime you need a box cutter, he just <laughs> he's <laughs> he's got one. Which I, you know, I guess that's just one of those things. Like having bread at every meal, I just you know, I don't like having a loaf of bread with butter there. I don't understand it, but it's just their <laughs> just their way. You know what I mean? That's <laughs> how we did it back on the farm. It's it's a good I. I appreciate it. And for those of you who are saying, oh, well, he shouldn't have taken the knife out. Sometimes you just don't. Sometimes you're just not thinking. And especially when you're taking it out with everything else and putting it down. First of all, it's not a gun. Second of all, like, he's not just taking the knife and brandishing it. He's just putting it in his glove box. (laughs) He's, like, sharpening it. Yeah. He's not picking his teeth with it. He's like, I have plans for us this evening. And, And this girl straight up grabs it mm-hmm. flips it out so she knows what she's doing i would be i'd be freaking out you're in my blood circle do you know what a blood circle is did you get your totem chit i i didn't get my chip but i know the blood circle is like it huh it's a chit 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 it almost sounds like the word but it's not it's it chit. does no i don't have any of that kind of chit <laughs> it's a it's a good chit to have it's a, it's it's good chit. It is good chit. It's as it's as far as you can reach your arm out. Yeah, and then you move it like the in a circle. Van Van uh, the artist F- Van Gogh. No, well the other Da Vinci, that, the guy who did like the man thing. Oh, how like the he, man. Yeah, motion man's yes. motions of movement and whatever it's called. That's your blood circle as far as you can move your arm around in a circle. Yes, which is typically five feet, which is why Dungeons and Dragons squares are five by five. Ah, look at that. If you, you know. A little bit of knowledge for you Wanted guys. to know. Wanted to know that. But yeah, I get it. Like, you know, when you're going to, like, look at stars, especially if you're going to, like, lay down on the ground somewhere, because that's what we would always do. We'd, like, lay in the back of a right. truck or something. I, like, take my wallet and my phone or my knife, if that's just something I carry I around with me all the time. and put it. Put it yeah. somewhere else, because I don't want to lay on my knife, especially. And again, I know we've talked about this, right? Where, for your first date, 
maybe you shouldn't go somewhere like alone by yourself. <laughs> Right. Because like from maybe from her perspective, she's like, this guy just took me up into the mountains and then he took out his knife. <laughs> right. I'm sure she could like flip that on its head. Mm-hmm. And so for like you guys, I mean, obviously my friend learned his lesson here. He's just like, geez, show I'll never try to be romantic again. Gracious me. <laughs> Goodness forbid we go up into the mountains and try to have a romantic time. But I know we've talked about not kind of doing that stuff, maybe out on the first date, just because it's relatively you know, you got to manage expectations. Mm. I need to get more details. Um, but from the sound of it, it sounded like she was way up for it. And then it was absolutely not. <laughs> so, you know, who can blame him? Who can blame him? Honest and, mistake. But again, regardless, maybe not an excuse to take out a knife and point it at somebody. <laughs> Did he point it at her? No, no, no. She is. Oh, right. So, yeah, she freaks out and takes it from me and flips the blade out. Then she starts screaming at me that I was going to hurt her and I was a lunatic and all this other stuff. I literally had to back up against the door because she was getting crazy. I had to de-escalate the situation for a solid 15 minutes. Then on the way down, she starts crying and informs me she's clinically bipolar. Easily the worst state of my life. That is terrifying. So, not very long, but quite intense. There's a yeah. There's a lot of stuff packed in there. Yeah, let's let's start to unpack this. I can't imagine. Yeah, I mean, where do you want to start? I'll follow your lead. <laughs> okay. Well, first and foremost, let's start with the de-escalating of the situation. So I know this mm-hmm. gentleman, and trust me, there's like no one better who could de-escalate the situation. He, I mean, we're very, he's very fortunate that he was himself because he has a he has a talent. He's got a silver tongue, similar to some of these other people who I associate myself with. Mm-hmm. And he's able to de-escalate situations and, and talk to people and help people and empathize with people, right? He's just one of those guys who's very easily able to communicate with others. And if he wasn't skilled in that regard, this could have ended up very badly. You know, somebody could have ended up hurt. Yeah. Get stabbed. Yeah. yeah. I mean, for 15 minutes, though, like... I Yeah. I can't imagine, like, a normal conversation on a date that lasts for 15 minutes. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, like, having to de-escalate a situation for 15 minutes as a girl is screaming at you while holding a knife and you're, like, backed up against your car. Like, that just sounds... I would not handle that situation as well as this guy probably did. Like, I've been in situations where I'm the responsible one for de-escalating <laughs> and I am so bad at it because I just do not do well under pressure. You just, I'm, I don't know. I bet, I bet you do just fine. It's just, I mean, I think I, when we all get put in situations like that, we have to just, we, uh, it's the fight or flight response, right? And we just got to do what we have to do. <laughs> don't I, think, a third react. One now. <laughs> <laughs> there's a third one now. It's freeze. And I'm the third thing. I freeze. Fight. I don't run away or fight. I just stand there and go, fight, oh, flight or freeze. Oh, no. Like deer in the headlights. Oh, no. Like, literally, this fight broke out once, and I was the only one there who was, like, normal. And I didn't, like, it didn't escalate to, like, physical violence yet. They were just yelling at each other. So I just left the room, and I, like, called someone else. I'm like, I need you to come over here because someone's about to start punching someone, and I don't know what to do. Can you come pick me up? <laughs> so, please. In this situation, she's, like, screaming at me. I'd just be like, can you let me make a quick phone call? Can I get out of the car? Are you going to let me? <laughs> you can take the keys. Take my car. You, you stay right here. I'm going to go over there. And you just kind of, 
you let it out, and I'm going to let it out, and maybe we'll reconvene in a couple of minutes and see where we're at, okay? After we both let it cry in a little bit. Let, let it cry, I bet. I would, I'd be just looking up at the stars and crying for 15 minutes, and I'm like, oh, gosh. Have you ever had a knife pulled on you? A knife pulled on me? No. Never. I bet you have, though. Just uh, maybe once or twice. <laughs> If it uh, if it's maybe once or twice, I'm pretty sure it's twice. Yeah, um, but no, I I did one time. It was obviously, I mean, where do you think downtown Phoenix? I was right? gonna say, was it when you were in Phoenix? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and this guy like comes up to us right, and he's like, "Can you guys say a prayer with me?" And we're like, "Yeah, sure, man." Uh huh. So we close our eyes, bow our heads, and sure. I open them up, and there's a freaking knife in my face, like oh straight up. But I know these not. It's like. These are like the pathetic little kitchen knives, just oh, like the butter knife kind of thing. N- not a butter knife. It's just I, I, man, it's the ones with like the plastic handle. They're just they're super flimsy. Okay, yeah. I yeah. know that I know them well. And he's like, "You guys, give me everything you have now, or I'm gonna go rob a convenience store." And <laughs> yeah, and so <laughs> and so I was like, "All right, take it easy, brother. Take it easy. We're not gonna hurt you. We're just gonna back off now." Okay, and so we're just like backing up, and he's like, "Go on, go on." I mean, he was very delirious, right? I I doubt he knew what was going on. I felt mm-hmm. bad for the guy, but again, he you know didn't really follow us. He just kind of like was yelling at us as we were like moving away, <laughs> and I wasn't gonna give him. I wasn't gonna give him anything. We were missionaries, <laughs> right? We didn't have anything. I gave him a picture of Jesus, and he was well, like, you know, that's like all I had. I mean, under those circumstances. Like- <laughs> Give me everything, or I'm going to go rob a store. It's like, okay, just go rob the store then. I'm not going to give you anything. Okay. <laughs> okay, that's easy choice. And that's kind of what I wanted to say. And so we, <laughs> we backed up, and, like, fortunately, the house we were going to was, like, very close. Mm-hmm. So we, like, went over there, and he was, yeah, anyway, so he vanished into the night, right? And I was totally fine, totally fine really good just was like that was crazy right everything's crazy (laughs) what was that guy all about one of the one of the people who i was really good friends with in the ward like was talking to me he's like are you okay and immediately i just broke down i broke down i was like i i'm okay i don't know why i'm crying and he's just like because you're under you're under severe stress and you haven't been able to to release your tension yet that's that's fight or flight you you know that's that's what it's about and so i bawled Aww. I was just like, oh my gosh, that was crazy. Um, I wasn't even ever worried that I was going to get stabbed or that I was going to die or anything like that. It, was, it wasn't, the, but it was just, man, it was dramatic. Yeah, it was dramatic. Exactly. And so I can't imagine when you're on a date and you're, and you're having these feelings, right? Especially, and we've talked a few times, right? Where it's been a dangerous situation or a situation in which could be potentially dangerous. Mm-hmm. Right? There was those couple guys with the gun. Um, there was, you know, a few times where, you know, you'd think, oh my gosh, this guy can literally, or this gal can literally do whatever they want with me and no one will be the wiser. Mm -hmm. And so we have, you have to be careful. You got to be really, really careful because you never know when somebody's going to snap, but it was very good that he was able to keep it together. So let me flip the question for you. Have you ever been in a situation fair where like a date or like any I guess any woman in general had like gone to the point of physical violence or like threatening you with that. Oh, with me. Oh, with me. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the, mm, I think the worst that ever got with me is I had a girlfriend throw a shoe at me one time. 
Like that was like intentional to yeah, harm like you, to, to hurt me. Not like jokingly. Not like <clears throat> jokingly. And and again, maybe I deserved it, you know. But but uh, I never. I don't think I ever got to the point where anything was ever. And I've never. I don't even. I've never even got. I don't, I've, I'll full disclosure. I've never been in a fight like ever. Oh, same. I've, I've never even. You know, I've never been in a fight. And I'd like to think, you know, if it came to it, I'd be able to do something, right? <laughs> I was a wrestler and everything like that. But that's a sport. There's mm-hmm. nothing like a real serious altercation, especially when the other person has a weapon. But I think we need to take this on equal footing, right? In that it, I, I feel bad because I laughed at first because I know who this person is. Uh-huh. Um, but again, if this was a girl, right, I might have had a different reaction. I mean, like, oh, oh my gosh, I hope she was okay, right? And we need to treat it similar similarly because men can often be the abuser, but they can often be abused. Oh, yeah. um, and again, I'm not saying that this girl was abusing him. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying victim-wise, men and women can both be men and women can both be victims. Absolutely. And I think it's important that you know we take that we take that and we're able to internalize it when we tell these stories. Because again, it's easy to p- place the blame on the guy for taking her up there for having a knife and stuff like this. But again, she never disclosed that you know. And again, you don't necessarily just tell everyone you're bipolar, right? But if you're going to be, you, if you know you're going to be in the situations where you're one-on-one, maybe it's important that you do disclose that information to make sure that your expectations can be on the same level. Because if the other person doesn't know, then, I mean, how are they supposed to, how is that fair to them? Yeah, it's just kind of awkward, I guess. Like, it's hard to just casually bring it up in conversation. True. Like, hey, by the way, I'm bipolar. Very true. Nice to meet you. Thanks for asking me out. Yeah. Hopefully you do it again after this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or maybe she, did, maybe she didn't want to. She probably didn't want to after that. Just assuming by the sound of this date. But, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, in the best case scenario, maybe he's like, hey, how are you? I have a knife in my pocket. And she's like, hey, I have bipolar this something. So, yeah. Well, maybe that's it. You know, I, anytime that just doesn't usually happen that way. Right. Maybe. And again, this is one of those specific situations, right? Mm -hmm. Where you can't just say, Hey, let them know you have a knife because then that would maybe make it creepier. Right. You know, just like saying, (laughs) that's like me saying to everyone, Hey, listen, I'm a concealed carry permit. I've got one strapped to my thigh. And mm-hmm. everyone's like, okay, why did you need to tell us that? Like, I just feel it's better that you know now than you figure out later. <laughs> yeah, I, and I guess, right, maybe I should disclose that. But I, it, it's, a, it's a really hard circumstance. But again, he can laugh about it now, right? I'm glad my friend is, you know, was not hurt in, right. in the circumstance. Because right. although some of these have been awkward and funny, this is, this this like I said, borderline dangerous. I mean, obviously. Yeah, no, I mean... There was actual stakes here besides just hurt feelings. There would yeah, be stakes instead of, you know, being butthurt. Stabs. Being being shankeded. Man, I mean, I don't know. I mean, like, I've gotten into, like, you know, the playful wrestling matches with, like, the girlfriend kind of thing. Oh, you know? yeah. Oh, yeah. But they've also, like, intentionally kicked me in the balls. What? Yeah, that happened once. Why? I said something or other to upset her, and then she resulted with physical violence. Yeah, no, that's mature. No, that's cool. And see, here's the thing. This was back in high school, by the way. This isn't my wife, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Just so you know. And I'm not being I'm not being a I'm not being a chauvinist here. But I think it's important that we do rationalize, right? Because if somebody gets kicked in the crotch, 
It's like a guy, it happens to a guy and you're like, ha, 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 immediately. It's like immediately funny instead of immediately like, hey, are you okay? Mm-hmm. Is that person okay? That person shouldn't have done that. And right. then it's funny. Mm-hmm. Right? Just like how it should be with everything. But with a girl, if a girl gets hit anytime, right, we know that that's bad. And I'm not saying in any situation it's good. I'm saying in any situation you shouldn't re- resort to physical altercation, to physical violence. I never think, especially in a relationship, I never think that that is... That is the the correct thing. I mean, and this girl specifically in this story, obviously her fight or flight kicked in and she was like thinking that he was going to kill her. So, I mean, to her, that was the right response. Right. But in a relationship, right, where you're both on even terms and she kicked you just to hurt you, like on purpose, Mm -hmm. that's that's way messed up. That (laughs) is totally different. Right. Kick. Yeah. (laughs) Right. No, no, we can't. Violence begets violence. (laughs) We must. We must. We must remain the higher beings. We must overcome the natural man wanting to slap people upside the head for being stupid. Oh, man. I mean, I guess that's just, once again, that's what you get for using dating apps, I guess. Yeah. There's always that possibility. Yeah, seriously. Maybe maybe that's something we can take away from this is uh, put that in your Tinder bio. So that people know what they're getting into without having the awkward conversation. And, and maybe, maybe people are just... <laughs> Hi, my name's Alex. I like, uh, you know, I have a knife. <laughs> yeah, just put that, yeah. <laughs> that still doesn't sound great. I don't know. And there's some people who like... We're professionals. Their Their mental health or their mental illness defines them. And I just don't think that that's the way to go about anything. I really don't. Because then then you're not the person anymore. You're just the mental illness. Mm-hmm. And so I can see how it'd be relatively hard. I'm trying to think of like how either one could have handled the situation differently. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I don't know what was going on in her head, right? Mm-hmm. So I can't say, oh, she should have done this. She should have done that. But I think he handled it as far as everything went. I mean, what else could you do? He handled it very gracefully. He de-escalated the situation and took her right home. Right. He didn't try to continue the date. He didn't try to make up and make everything better. Right. He just immediately was like, hey, listen, things are a little crazy for me. Things are a little crazy for you. I think it'd be best if we just cut ties right here. Do you want to sit in the back? Yeah. No. Hard. No. <laughs> hard pass. <laughs> and I'll, I'll stay up front and you, I'm going to put the knife over here. And then she cried the whole drive home. I don't know if I've ever. I don't know. I just. I get uncomfortable with when, like, anybody cries around me. Like, I don't know what to do in that situation. Especially in that situation. See, here's the thing for me. It's not I like, will, yeah, you can't, like, comfort them. I will, yeah, exactly. I will consult anyone who is crying. I will put, I'm, I'm, like I said, my love language is touch. So I will, I will put my hand on you. I will rub your back. I will, like, bring you in closer to me to make sure that you're going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but in that situation, are you, are you kidding me? I'd want to get as far away from that person as physically possible that I could in my car, right? Because I don't know what, not only for me, not only for my safety, but because I don't know what she's comfortable with. I don't know what she's, you know, what's going through her head. I don't want to freak her out even more. Right. Yeah. Because that definitely wouldn't help. It's like, here, let me, you seem to be going through a hard time. Let me hold you. Just come here. Come here. (laughs) Put your head to my bosom. Did he get his knife back? I'm assuming as much. (laughs) I'm assuming as much. She just takes it with her. I'm taking this. <laughs> she, she like holds on to it the whole drive home and he's just like Can we put the knife down? No. Okay. Okay. <laughs> just just wondering. It's like one of those old crime movies where the guy's in the back seat and he's like drive. 
He's got like the gun to the back of the other guy's head. And Did we like, listen to that together? Listen to what? What you're talking about. That story about the couple that gets in their car and the guy's in the back of the car and tells him to drive. Did we listen to that story together? Because I was thinking of the exact same thing, and I know the exact story you're talking about. Is it the one from uh, Cold Cold Cry, Cold Case or something? I was thinking about the one that was just an old-time radio story, that it just tells, like, the story. Oh, I... I maybe that's just like a maybe that's just like a urban legend that's just kind of like passed around because of the popularity of it and whatnot. So maybe that's why we've both heard about it. Yeah, we probably ours are probably the same thing, just different places. <laughs> but maybe that's why. I mean, maybe that's why she was freaking out, right? I mean, I can't. Right. And, I mean, how big was the knife? You know, <sighs> true. Like, is it a little? Like, is is it a switchblade? Is it a I, butterfly I'm, knife? Is it? A, I'm almost betting it was just a little pocket knife. Is I'm, it like? One of 36 attachments on, like, your little Switzerland... Swiss Army knife? Swiss Army knife. You know, like... That is not a shanking knife. (laughs) I know, it's not. I'm just saying, like, you know, I I don't have enough information to really dive into... Oh, why it happened? Why she reacted the way it did. I'm guessing it was more like a pocket knife, like an actual... Well, yeah blade and well and and maybe that's what we can do right because there's not a lot you can do after that situation has has escalated already uh-huh. and so i mean besides maybe just going to a public place and making sure that this person is sane yeah. first right like what else can you do to like make sure i mean other than that i mean i just think it's an opportunity for us to talk about mental health in the relationship because otherwise i mean what else can you tell that person to do on a date like that besides get the hell out mm-hmm I mean, neither. Yeah, I don't know. Like, if he were to do that in like a Taco Bell, maybe it'd be different. It's probably not different for those people in the Taco Bell, but yeah, probably different. Like, here, let me pull out. <laughs> let me get my wallet. It happens <laughs> and like quite a, a knife bit, falls it? out, and he's like, "Oh, sorry, that's my knife." She'd probably be like, "Oh, this is a knife." But since they were like in a canyon, yeah, in yeah, the mountains, maybe. and it's dark, and she sees a knife, that's probably like, "Oh, this is a weapon now." Look out! He's got a knife. <laughs> it's not a knife. It's. It's a little knife. <laughs> it's, a, it's not like a real knife. It's a wood carving knife. <laughs> and for skin. It's just a wee babby. <laughs> there's, well, there's there's nothing you can really do if, if I mean, you, don't, you get to a point in the relationship, right, where you finally disclose your your mental health issues, whatever you're experiencing. You know, anything, like anything from like claustrophobia to bipolar disorder and, and anxiety, anything in between, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you finally are able to disclose those things, right? Maybe not necessarily something you disclose on the first date, which is why it makes it hard. But maybe that's why, maybe that's why just from here on out, right? We just got to like, especially you folks who have never met this other person before and on dating apps, maybe it's just best you guys plan the date together. So the expectations are at the same level because I would hate for this to happen to anyone, Mm -hmm. anyone. And this happened to one of my friends, right? So it makes me feel really bad but also really happy that he's doing much better now and that he is not hurt i feel like maybe it can be a little more like i don't know anxiety is talked about like a lot more like acceptingly i guess Mm -hmm. just because it's covered so much like a lot of people are open about them having anxiety or being prescribed medication for their anxiety but like if a girl told me clinical bipolar, I'd be like, oh, like, that's not anxiety. That's something more extreme. Right, right. When in reality, you know, maybe they're not, you know, maybe they're kind of on the same level. I don't know. But because one is talked about more than the other, 
it seems like more appropriate or not appropriate, but more right. normal to t- discuss with a person. And I get why people don't want to be defined by their by their mental health issues, right? I mean, you have issues on social media of people just doing that, right? That's like all they post about. Just like, oh, my depression's really bad this week, or oh, my anxiety's really getting to me. And it's like, hey, man, that's great. What what are you doing to try and improve yourself, trying to help improve your situation? Mm-hmm. I know it's hard. I know clinical depression is hard. I know anxiety is hard. Um, and in the dating world, I, I can't imagine how difficult it would be to kind of try and come to terms with that and make something work out, mm-hmm. right? Make something work out and not scare the other person off. Um, and so, you know, you got to find that, that, that middle ground, right? Where you, you get to the point in the relationship where you, you haven't had an incident yet or anything, you know, that would bring the, the situation up where you can actually feel close enough to the person where you can bring it up and you can tell them about it. And that would just enhance your relationship even more, right? Yeah, I think the same as anything personal that you want to share with the person you're being romantic with, that there's a time and a place. And it's just. And it'll come along naturally. Yeah. And you'll want to share it when it feels right. Yeah. And I mean, it's just. And then sometimes you're forced into that situation, like like in this situation. Where instead of doing it slowly but surely, they're very, very quickly rushed into a realization of. You're forced into a situation that brings out, like, your worst self. Yeah. And then you have to explain yourself very quickly instead of instead of in a situation which you can control you're now in a situation where if you if this doesn't go right then you can both get hurt right um well i mean it's just like any adaptation right i mean if you've got i mean if you've got a broken leg you know you use crutches if you've got some anxiety if you've got some if you've got some mental health issues what are the crutches that you can use on a date that you can help the other person get to know you better and again, I'm not saying it's not their responsibility to get to know you because it is. And I'm not saying that mental illness is a is a handicap. I'm not saying anything like that. What I am saying is that if you want to be truly understood and you want to enhance your relationship with another person, it's important that you do everything you can to try and ease this other person into it and to explain it to the other person so that they can empathize. Because the more that they can empathize, the better they are going to the better companion that they're going to be. Um first date or you know, second date, third date, or all the way until marriage, you know? Yeah. Just give them the tools they need to help you out. There you go. And I think that'll be something that'll work in the long run. There you go. Exactly. Uh, the job's a lot easier with the right tools, right? And if the other person doesn't have, if the other person doesn't even know what the right tools are, then how, how can you expect them to treat you with respect and to understand your, your mental health? Your meant your head your headspace rather. You can't just assume that everyone's going to know exactly how you feel all the time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know. And Sometimes. then they do that. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know, I know. It happens. It happens in all in all the relationships, right? That's I mean, what all the memes say. <laughs> what that? Uh, That's all they're talking about. That we're supposed to know exactly what they're thinking. Uh, yeah. Or it's like. The ones where it's like, I bet he's thinking about another woman, and he's all like, why why did Link not have a hat in the first, like, one game, and then the other game he gets a hat, but that's not considered the first game in canon. <laughs> you know, what's that about? Is Mega Man 2, 3, and 4, are those different versions of Mega Man, or is this just a continuation of the story? What are the pros and cons of the Samus 
zero suit compared to the normal suit <laughs> and she's like why am the, i attracted to the original more than the zero suit i guess i am thinking about another woman but this woman is uh <laughs> in the metroid games and she is completely fake uh, <laughs> and i'm thinking about her armor <laughs> in uh, a good way in a, in a very good way in a happy way in a in a way that well doesn't really improve anything but definitely keeps me busy you mm-hmm. know what i mean um, but yeah, thank you for, thank you friend for sharing your story with us, man. Really appreciate it. Miss you. Um, hope you're doing, hope you're doing a lot better. Obviously, uh, we can laugh about it now, laugh about some of the crazy dating stories, but at the time, again, I can't, I can, I can imagine why this was the worst date of his whole life. Um, cause not only did he not get to bond with another person, in fact, he, he went there specifically and a bond potential was shattered and so now they're even they were even more distant than when they were just messaging back and forth <laughs> could almost say it was cut like a knife good one good one is there a song about that bruce springsteen comes to mind i think we can think yeah i think we can it's like someone took a knife baby edgy and old and drove a six inch valley through the middle of my soul i think we can do something with that i think yeah, we can. yeah. bruce springsteen does he say his name in the song? He should. <laughs> uh, or I carved my name into the side of his pretty little souped-up four-wheel drive. Is ah, that the yeah. name of the? Is that how? Is that the? Before he cheats by yeah. What's her butt? Yeah. I mean, she doesn't. Carrie take, Underwood. I yeah, think? she doesn't take a knife to him, but to like <laughs> to the car, which I guess is kind of violence, but not. I don't it's, know. I don't know how to come to terms with that. It's, I mean, what do you want, Ian? Stabbed in the chest or stabbed in your tire? Um, what's this, what's going to cost more? Probably the chest? Probably the chest. Yeah, then I'd say Especially tire. Especially if she, like, breaks through your ribs and or yeah. your chest plate or whatever it's called, and yeah, she goes into your it. heart. No, I get it. I Can get it for quite, sure. Quite, quite deadly. <laughs> <laughs> Not recommend getting stabbed. Uh, but uh, what other, what uh, last parting nuggets of wisdom can you offer our, our listeners for this week? Oh, you know, I think just uh, if you're going to pull out a knife, make sure it's in a Taco Bell and not in a canyon. That's right. Good job. That's a that's a good one. That's it's a good more one. appropriate to pull a knife out in public than it is when it's just you and your date. <laughs> or to accidentally have the knife, I don't, guess. <laughs> don't ask. That's it like falls out of your pocket like a condom and you're like, that's not mine. Oops. I wasn't planning on using that. But. Whoops. <laughs> Look what I dropped. <laughs> I wasn't going to. Oh, what? Oh, oh, this? Oh, I just use it for wood carving. What? You want to see it? No, I, I didn't say that. Oh, of course you do. Come see my wood carvings. <laughs> Mom! They're amazing. Here, Open got, the garage! I've got this one right here that I keep. This one's my totem. This one's the, my little... Oh, jeez, he's got a knife! This is my little bearded man that I oh. keep close. Oh, it's a, it's a, little, it's a little guy. Yeah, see, that. see? See, I, I do. I wasn't even joking about that, ladies and gentlemen. I literally have a little totem. He looks like if Voldemort grew a beard. That I carved, yeah. yeah it's, uh, I like it. It reminds me of the guy on uh, The Priest on Count of Monte Cristo. <laughs> it, <laughs> it totally does. The guy, yeah, that guy who plays Dumbledore. Yeah, that guy. Uh, anyway, but uh, if you have any hugs or misses, any of those stories, please feel free to send them our way on any of our social media pages. We have a Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and our Twitter and Instagram handle is what, Alex? Hugs N Misses. 
So go ahead and give those a follow, or you can email us the stories at hugsandmrspodcast at gmail.com. That's hugsandmrspodcast, spelled out, at gmail.com. Uh, and with that, thanks everybody for listening. Again, we really appreciate all the support. We appreciate you sending in your stories. And uh, no one has yet to claim the prizes from last week uh, about the about the references. So go ahead and listen to last week's episode if you want to catch those references and win a t-shirt <laughs> when we come out with those. <laughs> you can win a shirt before it even exists. That's right. Who can have claims upon such prestige uh also don't forget in a few episodes we're having our listener special that's going to be episode 30 and so if you would like your and your questions answered or trying tried you know at least acknowledged because we can't answer every question um if you'd like to ask your question go ahead and on those same social media pages or in the same email go ahead and send us your questions and we'd love to uh give you a shout out on the listener special and that's going to be the 30th episode so um with that alex Have a good night, my friend. You as well. Goodbye. Thanks for joining us on Hugs and Miss It. Crap. (laughs) Ian, is that a knife in your pocket or are you just happy to see me? Uh, can it be both?